All right, welcome back, everyone. Happy Monday. Today we're talking about staffing, hiring, both. Correct. Okay, cool. Where do we want to start with this? Staffing, hiring, both. So first, it's the holiday season. So our plan is to brief in these up. Yeah, which Not I a think word. is what we did last year. Too. Not a word. I made that up. But I love making Yeah, just words. around the holidays, just... If Keep we can get quick, out, simple. yeah, because people are busy and we're busy and busy you don't have time busy. to sit around listening to podcasts all day. Of oh, Todd I'm sure and you want to hear our voices. Yeah, definitely. All right. Let's talk about staffing. Seems to be an issue for a bunch of people. Yeah, I see it often. And hiring, hiring. hiring. <clears throat> the I guess the first thing I would start with is is why you're hiring. That's a great place to start. Because I think... And like, do you really need to hire? Yeah. Are, <laughs> are there some things that we can do? Like thinking outside of the box or have you tried st- like stuff? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe you have... So I guess if you were like, we have shifts available. Okay, but do you have clientele, right. like clients to fill those yeah. shifts? Also... Do you have someone on your staff already that is looking to pick up a shift? You never know. So until you have the specific conversation with somebody, it's easy to, I guess, blanket statement stuff, mm-hmm. but it doesn't, that doesn't hold up. Agreed. And I, I see a lot of people that are online and obviously everyone, everyone's trying to help, right? But you see people online that they're like, this is the way to hire and this is what you have to do. And. That's cool that that worked for one person, but with a sample size of one. <laughs> yeah, I think it's easy to look at, I'll say social media platforms. I think a lot of people go to those platforms for information. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that's the best way to do it. But if if that's where you, I might go for inspiration. So you need to hire, you're trying to get some ideas. And anyone that's going to say, do it this way, it works. It They're lying because it may work for them, but that doesn't mean it works for everybody. And you have to take into consideration their information and then how would it work in your business? Uh, don't ever let someone just be like, just do this. It'll work. Cause you don't want to follow blindly like that. No, especially as a business owner. I think I see a lot. I think I see a lot. That was interesting way to put that. I see a lot of people saying, yes, they need to hire. And I talk to a lot of people when I'm out in other salons, which is often about hiring. And usually they're like, I just wish I could find a staff member with a clientele and lots of experience. Yeah. Well, and they're wishing for a unicorn or a leprechaun to show up on their doorstep because that is just not generally how things go. So why are they hiring though? Uh, still my same question. Um, I asked well, a question you because in that you didn't case, give me any sort of answer at all. They're hiring. You just went to a leprechaun. A unicorn. leprechaun. Did you say leprechaun? I, I didn't hear you. Twice. Yes. <laughs> I heard unicorn. Because they're hiring because they need more business coming through their door. So they want more revenue. Correct. So then my, so this is what I wanted for you to answer me so that I can give my two cents and then we can flip it if you want and you can talk about unicorns. But when's the last time you did a price increase? That's what I would say. Like there, there are things you can do if you need more revenue besides hiring, because I know everyone wants to talk about the unicorn. You're not going to find the unicorn. Correct. It's rare. 
You might. Okay. I'm just saying it's not likely. When I say not, I don't mean a hundred percent because nothing's a hundred percent, but you're likely not going to find a person that's super professional, that wants to work for you, that has a massive clientele, and that just improves your business overnight. Also, if you bring that person in, there's no guarantee that that's going to improve your business. It could make it worse. Correct. Depending on the individual. Yeah, of, of course. I'm just saying, like, everyone should, like, get that out of your head. So we can talk about it, but it's not really effective to talk about, I don't think. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah, it does. I guess, I guess I, we can just sit here and be like, yeah, everyone's looking for this. Right. Yes. Correct. Now what? The though? reason why they're trying to hire, though, is because they're looking for someone that's going to come in with a clientele to boost their business. So they're looking for... I would imagine. When, when you say boost business, because on the other... So you're talking about money. Because on yeah. the other side of the coin is I'm turning away business. So I need to hire to take the business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I rarely see. I have seen that a few times, but I also don't always trust that because I know a lot of salon owners that have said that. And I've, those stylists have gone there and they're like, there's no business here at all. And it closes. Yeah. So I know, I know specific ones in our yeah, area. That, me too. Yeah. Staff, go, our, we've had staff that left because they weren't quote unquote busy enough. And then they go there and the place closes because yeah. there's no business. Correct. So it's like, okay, you, you were busier here than you were <laughs> when you didn't have a job. True story. <laughs> so, yeah. I Yeah, I guess it goes back to like what you said, like, why are you hiring? And most often it may not be that you need to hire. You need to find ways to, like you said, like raise your prices or find new, find people to come through your door. And how do you do that? Or get creative with things. You can create... Um, I don't know, create some opportunities for the staff that you do have mm -hmm. where they can be maybe doing some ticketed classes or maybe they can be doing, um, we helped one person, I think it ended up falling through because of the school, but with creating a class for like dads. Oh yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So there, there are ways to, well, we've done it for our own salon. We created a, we did a haircutting class. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, ticketed exact, class to start. Exactly. Like there the are, thing. what, what can you do to generate revenue? Because if you're always chasing, like, this is where I was getting annoyed, not at you, but at the, the you scenario. You can be annoyed at me, it's okay. I'm not annoyed at you at all, but okay. You want me to pretend? No. Go away. Urgh. I'm so <laughs> mad. You're fired from this podcast. Okay, bye. Yeah. Peace. So, yeah, it's cool to be like, you know, I'm looking for three to five years experience with a clientele must work weekends, must going work back to unicorns nights on Sundays, <laughs> like it's just dumb. Yeah. That's not the world people want to live in anymore. I know I see stuff all the time and not just in the hair industry, but uh, across other industries that are like weekends required and all this stuff. And I'm like, that's why you're not hiring. Cause people don't want that anymore. People No, it have is truly freedom, flexibility, um, there's a lot of things that culture, community, people yes. want certain things. And they're obvious things that just create a great work environment when you can offer that. And if you have systems in place and, and rules with procedures, people can have flexibility and freedom and do great in a commission salon because they understand the rules, whatever. But then they're able to just sort of like do their thing and be creative. Yeah, We had said I, earlier, I think there's, a, I don't want to say like, I'm, I'm going to call it a movement, but if you truly are trying to find these unicorns, 
I think there's a lot of we're people. Back. We're not letting this go. So no, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm into the unicorns <laughs> today. I don't know. They're just running through my head. So I think there's a, a good amount of, of stylists that couldn't find the right fit for a commission salon. I know back when I started, I think I worked at four five or six commission salons, really searching for the right fit before I went out um, on my own. There are good commission salons out there. You do have to search, but you also have to interview them. So what I think is happening is there's a lot of people that just are sort of in their brain or like, there's no good commission salons out there. So all you can do is work for yourself. And those people went out and they rented a chair or got a suite or whatever they decided to do. And they're not loving it. And I'm talking, I talk to those people because I'm in those salons and teaching these people but now they don't know what to do. So if you're a commission salon and you're truly trying to hire, you could market in a whole different way to these stylists that can't find the right fit, went out on their own and it's all too much for them. And it's not even nearly as successful as they thought they would be. But now they're in this like lost world and they don't know what to do. They feel like if they go back to commission, they're taking a step back. They feel like they can't progress their business. So they're looking at different um, industries to get into, which is awful. We want to keep them here. So as a commission salon owner, you could start to target these people that are like, hey, I can give you these flexibilities, these freedoms and help you build and market and do all these things for you where you can come in and just be creative. And that's where you'll start to find, I think, a change and some unicorns that could come in your salon. And if they're the right fit and they fit your culture could be really amazing for your business. I agree a hundred percent and I'm still, I don't want to talk about unicorns, but I'm going <laughs> right now because we found a, a couple. Yeah. It, that want to work. They're under us. our roof, right? It exists. Yeah. Like this scenario is very true. We have some people that we have, we have, oh, go ahead. One is running her own suite, um, a couple towns away and she missed being in a, a good culture with good people and was coming in for blow dries regularly and just decided like, could I work here one day a week? Like, I would love to be here. And now she comes in and she's there on Fridays. We have another salon owner, uh, again, a couple of towns away that just is looking to be around a creative team and get inspired. So she's going to come in one day a week and just work because it's like, that's what she's looking for. And when, so, cause we've gotten this question a couple of times when these owners come in to work at our salon, they're not renting from us, no, right? No, they're commissioned employees they're at commissioned Hello Haircut. Employ- yeah. And happy to be that. Happy to just come in and do their work and not think about anything else and just have fun. So as much as I tell people to get over it with the unicorns, because you're not going to find them, you can find them. Yeah. It's just, what have you created? Like, what have you done? You're not, I guess where I get irritated is people will post like once a month that they're hiring and then they list all these requirements. And I'm like, but what have you done to prove that you are looking for whatever like so what like who are you looking for right. for us it's fun and and, right. the, and the fit and the vibe the right? energy everything so yep. we put that out we put that out when right. we are with people in real actual life not just on social media right it's, it's and when it's we, the whole thing yeah it's a package. comes full circle it, it's your it's your branding mm-hmm. Is we talked about branding recently in an episode, and your branding is not what you say it is. It's not your luxury experience salon. It's what people say it is. It's what your clientele says it is. Mm -hmm. It's what your staff thinks of it and feels and those sort of things. 
I remember when I was running a restaurant, it was, the restaurant was like, we're upscale sort of on the border of fine dining, mm-hmm. but like, you know, relaxed and approachable. And I thought, that's cool. I want to be part of that. You know mm-hmm. what we got known for? A place you couldn't get into. So your branding is your right. what your customers say. Right. And the last thing a restaurant wants or a salon oh, wants is... You can't get in. You can't get in because what do people do? They move on. Right. So you're, you think you're creating scarcity, but it's too much. Mm-hmm. So we were able to switch that at that restaurant and it, it became successful. Ultimately not, but you know, <laughs> for the I mean. time being for, for a few years or a couple of years. It or, was a great place. Yeah. It, it was a, it was a good run we had, but either way, your, your branding needs to be on point and you need to get that to as many people and you need to figure out who you're talking to and how they want to be spoken to. Agreed. And you can find those people. So yeah, you can find unicorns, but yes, it takes work and I it don't takes know, a lot of work. I, yeah. I don't know if people want to put in the work. I would for agree. That because uh, which is that, why putting a random post on social media as you're hiring is the what they think is the work where that takes two seconds. Like that's nothing. Yeah, that's not work. And everybody's hiring. So also like what sets you apart? Like you kind of what you just said, you have to sort of like niche down. Like what are you looking for to hire? Who would fit you? Like be very specific. And then the people you're talking to will actually listen rather than just see another random hiring post and someone's just like kind of float by it. Like they're not paying attention to it because they've seen seven of those in the last two seconds. What are, what are some things that people, if people are hiring and they're like, all right, this is starting to make sense. What are some things let's give people listening a few things they can think about like over the holidays, like so that they can hit this new year and maybe have a little more, I, I'm hesitant to say the word luck because it's really not luck. You're creating your own yeah. luck, you know, but what are, well, if it keeps them hopeful and inspired, then that can happen. Right. Like sure. Yeah, even yeah. to invigorate someone like, all right, if I try these things, maybe this will work. I've never tried this. Right. Like that might be what you needed to do to change. Yeah. I, it, so I'll go. Cause I don't want to put you on the spot okay. unless you have something. But what I would do is I would sit down with a pen and a paper and I would write down or describe the person that you want to hire. Mm -hmm. So just like you would create an avatar for your marketing. Yeah. Create one for your staff. I love that. I want somebody that's X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. I want somebody in this age range. I want whatever. So figure it out. Write all that stuff down. It could be that you are a salon like us that will hire people right out of school because we have a training mm-hmm. sort of procedure program. You're going to talk to those people way different. Right. You're going to talk to an 18 year old or a 19 year old coming out of hair school way different than you're talking to a 40 year old with 20 years of experience. Correct. A family, a dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that would be my first step. And it can be multiples. So we have multiples. Like, obviously, we talk to people that are coming out of school and hire people that are coming mm-hmm. out of school. We have several assistants right now. Everyone's doing great. Shout out if you're listening. You're probably not. If you are, <laughs> stop listening. Go work on a mannequin. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, right. So if 
If you're speaking, what's the saying? If you're speaking to everyone, you're speaking to no, no one. Yeah. That holds up here too. I so think, if you just write hiring, 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 right. I think if that cool. that's the one so thing you everyone. change is to speak more specifically to who you're trying to attract, that right there could actually attract somebody. Maybe a unicorn, maybe not, but maybe somebody that really fits in. When we're building unicorn, unicorn, unicorn. when we're building our team at Hello. Like, especially for me, because I'm in there working with these people all week long. Um, I see the holes on like, what do I need for energy first? Like what what personality would fit well with this team that maybe we're lacking? Um, obviously, skill sets like that I would like to see. But I also realize like, not always am I going to get that. So then I might go to, okay, if they can't come in with a strong skill set, how are they when I coach them? Can they, you know, take direction well? Do they fall flat on their face? Or are they like, oh, all right, I'll try that. Do they run out of like steam quickly? Like everything is a little bit different of like what I can handle when we're bringing people in, especially on an at a school level. Um, but yeah, when we talk to bringing on those people that were that are salon owners or suite owners, we're talking to them in a whole different way. Like it, it's just two different worlds, which I love because it really brings our salon to have so many different types of people in there. But so when you're building out that avatar for your hiring, you're kind of, you might have a few different columns for like a few different people and you may have different hiring posts to attract each of that type of person, not one to attract all of them. Don't make that post wicked long because no one's reading it then. So you're now looking at, okay, I'm going to have four different posts for hiring. YouTube short. Think YouTube short or TikTok or stories. And each hiring post is going to, Talk to that avatar of who you're trying to find that will fill in the gaps under your salon. Also, even the roles like so you, for example, might have we have barbers, stylists Mm -hmm. and esthetician. One of our stylists does nails. So if we say, for example, we wanted to build on our nail um, services and we wanted to add to that, we would speak differently than. Yeah how you would speak to a barber. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just, it's different. So you need different posts or different ways to market. Different posts for different folks. Or who you're trying to hire, who you're speaking to in that hiring post. Yeah. What else could somebody try or think about? I would go, I would go back to your list of, if, if you haven't done this, go back and make a list of strategic differences for your business, mm-hmm. what separates you. Right. And please don't be generic with this. Put some thought into it because a lot of salons are going to say, you know, we're the luxury or that's, that's like a word that gets thrown around, mm-hmm. right? We're luxury or we're the high end or we're whatever. And you're trying to, again, it's, it's, it's like your branding. You're trying to like force that almost on right. people, but what actually separates you? What is actually different? Are you, known for something? Do you specialize in something? Can you offer real education? Like right. at our salon, we look around and we're like, okay, we offer actual real mm-hmm. education. And that's not to put anyone down that's saying that they offer education, but we hear from a lot of freaking people, right? We hear from a lot of people that get out of school and they're sold the idea of mentorship, but they don't get it. They get, you, you watch and you Pass me foils or whatever. Yeah. Like that's not, <laughs> that's not an education program in our eyes. It's not a support. That might work for you, program. but I'll tell you right now that a lot of those people that it's happening to have reached out and said, this is what I'm getting for education yeah. and it sucks. Right. So 
even maybe think about that, I guess, revamping what you think you need into, I don't know if I said that correctly, but revamping what you think you need into what people think you need. Right. Because again, it's if, if you're going to attract me to come work for you, you have to sell me, not sell yeah. you. Right. Right. If that makes sense. You are selling yourself, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's, that's why I wasn't sure how to say it, but. I like it. You're getting a little wordy like me. Uh, we also, one of the things we did this year, we, um, for hiring. We what did we do? We went and did career days at the local hair schools. Yeah. Which created a wait list for us. Correct. basically. So if you're okay with hiring out of school or at least even if you're not okay with hiring at a school, you should be making connections with these people coming out of school. Because if you don't want to hire them out of school, they're whatever first salon, second or third they go to, they may, you might be in their future. So creating those relationships now at that, you know, entry level, they might remember you for the future. Like, Hey, I can't bring on someone brand new right now, but please think of me in the future and reach out. Like that's where that starts. So getting in to these schools for career days, helps you meet a ton of students and also makes connections with these teachers and these schools. So if you in the future are looking for someone out of school and you do know exactly who that person is, you can have a conversation with the school like, hey, I'm looking for somebody that could fit these needs. Do you have any students currently in a program that might be coming up that you think would be a good fit for my salon? That's a great place to start. Yeah, I would definitely make relationships with schools and even with other salons, I know that sounds counterproductive because you're like, um, well, why would I want to talk to other salons? Like, the, Because if you have strategic differences, you're not hiring the same people. Correct. That's what That's, I was going to say. Yeah. Stole like my point. Sorry. Uh, and I didn't even know you were going to say that. So I know. Uh, I know. It's I stole that one blindly. Um, but I, that's a great point. We connect with salons all the time. We actually, one of the salons I worked for years ago, we reconnected at one of the career fairs and we're like, we need to get coffee because we were dealing with similar situations in our salons and we are completely different salons. So we're not attracting the same. And in competition, I, there's so many heads of hair to cut. Like you hire yours, I'll hire mine. Like it doesn't matter. It's just fun to all be in the same room and have great conversations. Yeah. There's been times too, where salons have reached out about past employees yeah. or have reached out about employee. They're like, Hey, I have this person that I, like they can't, they don't fit on my team or I don't have a spot for right. them, but maybe you do, or maybe Correct. you know somebody. So it's, yes. it's about that network too, because if you are active with any community, it's going to come back on yeah. you. But if you're not, if you're like, I don't have time for that, well then you don't need to hire because that's part of the hiring process. Right. Or you need to train somebody up on your team and send yeah. them, Correct. pay them well yeah. so that they care. Uh, and I'm not saying money is the on, only motivator, but Make it, it is one make yeah. it worth their while yeah. to go attend these events and in speak your on your behalf yeah and sell your business right. to potential employees totally even with even if you're a booth rental salon there's so many there's a trillion booth renting salons right you what what makes you different right and and please if you're listening and you're one of the people that is like Seven months free oh God. includes towels, includes what, whatever, includes business cards, includes software, includes all your products. You don't need anything. I'll buy you a pair of scissors. <laughs> like, stop doing that. That's not a separator for your business. That's what's going to kill your business yeah. in the long run. The separator could be like the atmosphere, the little things that you 
add sure if you want to talk about your perks but everybody offers beverages like right so what like so that's not special no that's not a separator it doesn't yeah your separator should be your culture yes like maybe your aesthetics of your salon if it really is that different like why did you make it like that why did you create your business right what are you trying to do differently and again you can go to these career fairs too again you may not be hiring renters out of school, I would imagine not, but it doesn't mean you're not putting your business in their brain for the future. Yeah. And just talking to people in school, like they need to know everything that's going on out there. And it's our job to help keep them informed from like a real perspective. So it's funny that you said you wouldn't hire renters right out of school because I was at an event last week. I know. I I, I think I want to say the salon was in Connecticut. I think Connecticut. And if I'm wrong, forgive me, but nobody will ever know. But they said the schools in their area are training the students to booth rent. Yeah, this is right out of school because they said that's the only way you can make money in this industry. That is, first of all, ridiculous for Mm -hmm. a school to be telling people that there's only one way. There's only one avenue in the industry. You need to sell that school to somebody that. Yeah, actually wants to help people grow and yeah. be successful. And not limit them. Yeah, you're probably what if killing their career. A lot of them. Yeah. So if you look around, how many people are managers? Not most, right? And right. how many people are owners? Not most. Right. So not everyone is set out for that or wants to do or that. Or wants to do that. So now they've gone through school and they've paid their money, fifteen grand, twenty grand, whatever it costs to go to school. And they're like, the only way that I can make money is to rent a booth and do everything myself. I have no clue how to do that stuff. Right. And I'm sure the school was like, we teach business. And here. on top but of that, no, they're also learning how to do hair still. Yeah. Like somewhere you got to focus on one thing in the beginning, whether like, and it should be the hair because that's what you went to school for. So your focus for the beginning of your career really needs on getting technically sound on the services you're offering. Like that's where your whole mind should be focused. Nothing else. Do good hair. All right, let's wrap up this episode. So in closing, I challenge you to think about, you don't even have to put anything in, right? You got some free time coming up around the holidays. I know it's wicked busy, but you have free time around (laughs) holidays. Just spend some time thinking about what separates you and who you're looking for and grab a pen and paper and write those things down. And then we'll talk about it in the new year. We'll do another podcast, how to apply this. Perfect. Sound good. Thanks for listening, everyone.